Hello, hello, hello. What's going on, everybody? This is uh, No Words Barred Podcast, episode 22. That's right. That is the right. The big deuce. The big deuce is right, man. Of course, is your man, Mo, joined by my man, uh, Chris Mack, over in ATL. Of course, yeah. you know, we are on the Family Podcast Network, and uh, hope you guys, like I said, uh, sign up for the newsletter for that. But uh, but yeah, man, it is a very is it's a very eventful weekend, week and weekend, should I say? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just it's just a fit score, man. Um, I'm excited. I know you are too. Uh, it's mm-hmm. Super Bowl week. Uh, I know Radio Row and, and and the media table are going crazy in Hollywood. Um, I haven't watched a lot. Um, I don't. I haven't watched a lot of anything on um sports TV. Concerning, you know, Super Bowl week, so I, I'm just wondering: uh, have they have they done any media day? Have you have you seen any quotables at all from, Not from really. players right now? Because Not that, really. that should that should be tomorrow, right? They normally do that for tomorrow. Yeah, they typically do a lot of that stuff on Thursday. Um, well, man, that's going to be as... the fifth last Thursday, man. <laughs> yeah, but you want to know something? At the same time, it, it's one of those things where this Super Bowl, it's you know, you're not. You don't really have guys in there that's gonna provide. I don't think like a lot of crazy quotables or anything. You know, um, considering that these are two teams that are, you know, yeah. not many people. There's not a matchup that any, much of anybody really foresaw happening. Um, I mean, I, uh, I think people. Any, I think I think people did see the Rams in some way. Maybe the Rams, but but. But yeah. to a certain extent, though, because there was a time where you really had doubts whether they were even going to go far in the playoffs, but then they just reloaded with all the trades. They just went all in, you know. So, if anything, you know, guys like Vaughn, you know, Vaughn Miller and Jalen Ramsey, Jalen Ramsey and, and Beckham, you know, right, 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 Matt Stafford, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they, those guys you may see some quotables for or and about. Um, as far as like on Cincinnati side, I don't know, man. It's like I, I guess Burrow would be the main guy that that does a lot of talking that people are gonna want to, you know, ask a thousand questions towards. Um, but other than that, uh, I don't know. Like, you know, this year I, I could care less about the, the 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 media stuff, man. I just like get. I just want the game. Like, get get the game going. Get the game going. Get the commercials going on. Of course, you know everybody loves the commercials. Um, and uh, and of course the halftime show, you know that's, you know that's really the the main marquee thing oh, of, yeah. of, of of the game and just in general is the halftime show, and what a what a halftime show they lineup they had this year, you know. So um, yeah, I, man, the Interscope All Stars, bro. Yeah, yeah, featuring Mary J. Blige. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's I think it's going to be a good halftime show. I mean it. it do I? I have a feeling there's going to be a whole bunch of Eminem. They're going to give him like about three or four songs. When really, I don't care to even listen to Eminem in 2022. Um, you know, like it's nice. Of course, they're going I, to I do- mean, if he sticks with you know anything pre um, revival, I, I guess it will be all right. Anything yeah. above that, no, 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 <laughs> so- no, no. Stick stick to the bread and butter. Stick to the nostalgic stuff. You know, if anything, just do those. 
forget about the whole, you know, whatever new stuff that they got going he has going on or anything recently. Nah, no one will know that stuff except for like, I don't know, jarheads or whatever that uh, <laughs> that that still, you know, be listening to Eminem and consider him like the greatest of all time. Uh yeah. but uh, I'm like I'm really pumped for uh just seeing Kendrick live again. Like, yeah, you know, that's is- the that's the intriguing part about the whole show because I don't know if Kendrick is just going to do anything old or if, chance. I don't know. He may do something new. I don't know. I don't know. Not that I wouldn't welcome anything new from Kendrick if he wants to debut it at, during the halftime show, but I think a lot of times you want to keep it to songs that mainly the mainstream. You know, uh, you know, people are going to know the songs that's out there that that he's done. Um. But hey, who knows? Who knows what he's gonna do? Uh, I already know they're only gonna give Mary J. Blige one song, which is the dumbest thing ever. Fucking uh, trash, man. It, she and, should and, have at least five. Yeah, she should. And we all know she's gonna do Family Affair. She's gonna uh. do that song. <laughs> it, it's honestly, yeah, it's a, I, I, I don't mean, want that song. I could care. I, I don't want to listen I, to that song. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't either. I, I, you know, I still like the song, but it's like my least favorite of all the songs I want to hear her perform. Yeah, that's like you know, that's definitely like one of the last songs on the list. If she was able to at least have three songs, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely real love. Right, yeah. right, uh, right, and, right. Uh, and you know, of course, family fair. But damn, who will be the song in the middle? Like it's got to be something dumping too, man. So, uh, mm. what, 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 what would she what would she have? Um, for as far as like, if she would have at least a three song medley out of those two songs that I've already chose, will be like, you know, the one song you'd be like, damn, yeah, yeah, that's definitely the song that Mary should be playing live. Um, uh, let's see. I mean, um, I, I, it's because you gotta think it's a song that's it, 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 it's a kind of like an upbeat type of shit, you know, because. If Hove was performing, you know, can't knock the hustle. It's been an easy one, but you know, yeah, I'm just wondering. I'm just I do wonder how long the other medleys will go, though, for like Dre and because I know Dre and Snoop is going to be together. Like it's going, they're going to be together as like a duo doing it. So we're definitely yeah. going to get like they're probably going to have the longest set. You know, and it's just going to be a bunch of their stuff from you know Chronic and Donkey Style and 2001, which will be which is good enough for me. Yeah, you know, it's that's a good that that's like I said, there's songs that I could say like, oh, I want to listen hear from Mary perform because like I, I mean, it's it's Mary J. Blige. I can never get tired of hearing her. Um, but I just have a feeling that um. I mean, what? She can't do no more drama. <laughs> or she could. No. Nah, I she mean, could. yeah. But, I mean, she could, but. I mean, yeah. But, but I, you know, it's just I, one of those things that. It's a time and a place for that, you know, joint. You know exactly. What I mean? And I think that's where that's where the part is that's going to be. It, it, I guess it would be hard for her to do three I mean, just, songs. Just fine, just fine would have been cool. Just I, I guess. fine, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. what I'm saying, man. Like. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. If if they she they could have gave her two, but you know, real love and it's a family affair. But family affair mm-hmm. is just going to be that's that's by default because Dre produced it. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, that's – and, you know, they're going to try to make it a theme. Oh, everybody's on stage. We all we all family. It's a, you know, it's like I get it. I get it. What's the re- that's the reason why they're going to do it. But it's just, just, not, just not my first choice, you know. Shit. Me personally, I would love to – even though it has nothing yeah. to do with the Super Bowl, I love to hear uh, – I can love you. I, I I don't mind. Have Lil' Kim jump on that shit. You know? So, uh, yeah, that would have been hard, too. You know? You know? But um, but it's it's a lot. And it, there was... um, She did I, do a song with Love at First Sight with Method Man. Like, that, she did that, too. Like, that's an upbeat song. Yeah. But does it fit in the Super Bowl halftime show? That's the only thing, man. But, hey, listen. I, at the end of the day, I'm just... I'm just glad that we have that conglomerate uh, uh, the artist that's doing that and um you know you can't go wrong with dr Dre. And it's in la you know so him and Snoop. it's definitely la and which brings me to this man um you got you think you think the rams can pull it off man i they had the rams all win. in they, I win had it, the rams. they went all in you know they at home they got dr Dre there all of la will be in attendance for this yeah, yeah. I'm like the pressure's on them, bro. Like this is this is it maybe a Super Bowl, but this is essentially like a a a supercharged glorified home game for them. Yeah, yeah. And, and they they got <laughs> they got to pull it off because you know the weight's on them. But I you know it it, it it's just just makes it easier for Cincinnati to pull pull off an upset because uh, the pressure's on the Rams, not not on Cincy. Yeah, yeah, I know the pressure's on the Rams, but I think they're gonna they they're gonna deal with it. They're gonna be fine. It's a home game for them. I think they're gonna be pumped up and juiced up. So I I don't see any reason why uh, I can't say I don't see any reason why, but I personally believe that they will wind up winning. I think it's gonna be a close game. I have because almost it feels like almost every game has gone down to the wire in the playoffs. It's gonna there's gonna be no different for the Super Bowl, which is even great because like that's what you want, you know. Um but uh, but like I said, I have LA, I have LA winning. I don't know, uh, 34-31, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how the math is going to turn up how to do that. But if I'll just take a lucky guess, thirty-four, thirty-one. You know, uh, that I had the Rams, uh-huh. win. and um, and then I get to see my man Odell get to get his Super Bowl ring, and then um, you know. I said it many times before. I'll say it again. As soon as he gets that ring, does it celebrate? I want him to show up in East Rutherford and uh, yell out John Mayer's name and say "fuck you." So, um, and, I would, <laughs> and I would be more than I would be more than happy. I will welcome that so much, you know. Because true, fuck you, John Mayer. You know, you know it, it's that that's just how I feel about about uh, ownership of there. But um, but no. Should be a good game. Should be exciting. Um, love it. Um, I don't know where uh, I'm gonna watch the game at. Um, I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like watching at home. I feel like really actually, I actually do feel like watching it with a bunch of people instead of watching it at home. Um, but I say that right now until like you know a couple of hours before. And I'm like, ah, no, nah, I'm gonna keep my ass home. So um, I don't. Uh, know. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. Def- I'm gonna be watching it with my lady, I suppose. Um. I'm not 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 necessarily the entire game, yeah. Uh, but um, we're definitely going to be watching through the halftime show and maybe parts of the third quarter, and then we, we, we then we're going to be watching the Righteous Gemstone finales. Oh wait, no, it's the penultimate episode. But yeah, we, we're just going to be done with that. Yeah, right, okay. But uh, yeah, it still should be good. Um, you know, I really hope 
that there's two strong quarterback performances. Joe Burrow, you know, he still gets it in. It mm-hmm. would be awesome for him to win a title in his second year in and essentially leapfrogging <laughs> the current generation in that aspect. But uh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's just gonna be cool seeing um these new crop of quarterbacks uh for this next decade or so uh change the game again. Because yeah. that's what they're doing. They're they're breaking the scale. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of changing the game, and you know what, I feel like it would be kind of wrong for us not to touch on this. Uh you know we know that the main controversy happening in the NFL now. Uh, with, with oh Mr. man, yeah, with Mr. Well, with Mr. Well. Flores, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah. actually the elephant in the room. Um, yes, yes, it uh, is. You know, the league, the, the league is going to try everything in their power, which they are right now, to uh try to try to dip that in the bud, not not to bring it up. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be no questions uh concerning you know the the Flores, the Flores lawsuit at uh you know. The media row, um, but um, yeah, this this is this is this is some stuff, man. That I feel like you know, Flores is going to possibly win this thing. I hope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really because the, the 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 evidence that he has and the takes he have, they're pretty damning. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's one of those things. I mean, listen, realistically, this and this is how I feel how how everything's going to go because. History, I just always feels like repeats itself, and this this thing is going to go on for a while. This thing is going to go on for months. It may go on for a whole year. This whole thing, right? It might be more than one year. It might it be could, a couple I, years. Yeah, I yeah. If, but if, if Flores, if Flores is you know if he's up for that fight, you know it would. I believe he is. I be and he should still get a coaching job, regardless of this. He still should get a coaching job. He he should still be coaching in the NFL right now. So th- th- this lawsuit shouldn't have any bearing on, on or it shouldn't hold him up from getting one. But what I feel like is going to happen is that um, th- the thing is going to play itself out. This thing is going to be settled outside of court. The NFL is going to do a settlement. Uh, the NFL, I, I don't see an NFL actually making any change, changes they, they out want, of this. They, they want to make this go away as fast as possible. It, yeah. Right. It, I, I, don't, I don't really see a lot of change happening from this either. But no. it's just a... A ripple effect. It might be a tiny, tiny one right now, but it's going to linger and probably expand outside of the NFL into other portions of the industry, uh, especially like in the NBA, um, which have their own issues uh, concerning, um, you know, racism in the front office and and you know it, some of the coaching hires still too. Yeah, this day. So I'll you know just the fact that they're you know they were getting bribed what one hundred grand. Per loss, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it made me wonder if you know shit was like that was happening um in the NBA, uh, with a lot of teams that were tanking at the time. Probably that probably has you know, probably like, has like like I'd be like, damn, Stephen Silas, man. Um, I know this got to be rough for you, bro. <laughs> yeah, why watch him coach the Rockets, you know, and then getting destroyed, and then he goes on a run with six or eight game winning streaks, and then. They slide again, and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" You know, so you know, it makes me wonder. Not, not, not that I'm saying that Tillman for was doing that because he's uh, a cheap dude. He's cheap. Right. I don't think he'll be able to do that. So no, but no, no. Still, you know, it just makes you think. But the thing about this thing that that kind of pisses me off is, you know, 
what the hell? Why is it the league? Why are and, and we could just only focus solely on the NFL. But what is the fucking problem with hiring a black coach? Why is it such a taboo thing hiring a black coach? Or even, but even, and even on a management level, like have even a black owner. Like, what is the problem? What is the worst case scenario you're getting out? Like, I don't understand. There is, there has to be an imaginary stigma there because. Just just like, like, just, just like with black quarterbacks, man. Like, like the yeah, yeah. No matter, no matter the the success we see. With uh, with Russell Wilson, with Kyler Murray, with Lamar Jackson, with Cam Newton to an extent, uh, it, it's still Pat Mahomes. Shit, like the, there's always still that stigma behind it. You know, every time you see the draft pools or you go watch, um, you know, combine and how much they talk about a quarterback, a top pros- top black quarterback prospect about their attitude or. Or oh, you know their 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 um what their behavior or you know their concentration on you know reading the game. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's just football, bro. <laughs> like you know, they're doing the same thing as you know many of their white peers would do. Yeah, like, it's, it's nothing sticking. new. It like, is. It, yeah, it, it, the dog whistles are always there, always there. I, and, I, yeah, you know, it makes no damn sense, bro. And with coaches, like it's the same thing. Like these are these are folks that played the game, you know, football. Probably, you know, that also have been pillars into building the game to what it is today. Yeah. And yet these men who don't want to who wants to continue their career in a non playing capacity and want to help train and teach and help other young men grow can't even get that opportunity. For the sport that they gave their bodies for, yeah, like it makes no sense. Like it really doesn't, especially when the majority of the league is overwhelmingly black. That's the kicker. You don't see that. You know, you you don't see that reflected in the front office hires. You don't see that reflected in you know with the coaching staff. Like, make it make sense. Yeah. No, that there is there is no sense to be made out. Of it. There is no sense. Simple as that. But but if we want, but but also the the other part of this lawsuit, um, you know, uh, uh, was also centered on um, my Giants and Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, Bill Belichick, man. man that I mean, we, well, I mean, we already knew, man. You know, yeah, he he just hides it well. But he, he also he he probably he was making a fucking mistake. He was like, "Damn, <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucked up, bro." <laughs> I'm sorry, I fucked it, up. It, it's, it's hilarious, you know. It's hilarious because uh, Brian in the initial text messages, he was like, you know, he was kind of excited and he was calling Bill coach. And then by the time Bill said he fucked up, he said, yeah, and the other uh, Brian got it. Forrest was like, "Thanks, Bill." <laughs> and like I read it in a tone of disappointment when right. I saw it. So I was like, thanks, Bill. <laughs> like, Fuck you, man. I thanks. Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's how I was like, yeah, see, now I know how Tom feels. <laughs> like, Fuck you, dude. Golly, man. Ooh, man. Because, you know, and yeah, I don't think Bill Belichick wants to, you know, get subpoena anytime and have to go and talk to court. 
talking, you know, in the front in front of law about you know his actions. And you know, it, it's yeah, it looks like it's gonna be too late. Too late. I know he's stressed. You know, and so, the thing that got trying to get this done. They're trying they're gonna try to squeeze, you know, try to get this knocked out quick. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, Brian's gonna, you know, he's gonna make you gonna push. You know, until, but the, thing, you know, that, the thing that also gets me in the, all this is the fact that, you know, the the Giants try to claim like, oh, well, there is no way like, like Bill Belichick does not, you know, he does not represent the Giants or whatever and stuff like that. And I'm like, no shit he doesn't represent the Giants. But stop acting like there isn't that, that there isn't a word of mouth, like there isn't a society of a fraternity of these owners and, and, and coaches and stuff that they talk, they gossip. They like, come on, man. Like, you know, Giants, it goes back to John Mayer. There is people talk, people talk in inner circles. And you don't have to be involved with the team to know what the fuck is going on. Everybody talks. So, this notion that because of the fact, oh, well, it's without merit what what Belichick is saying, uh, because he's not affiliated with team with the Giants and he doesn't speak for anybody. No shit, but you don't need to. He doesn't have to because there is always loose lips. <laughs> loose lips, they're, they're, that's it's dangerous, fucking dangerous. And it's it just that I will say this. The Giants did make up a – they did put out a, a – it was a rather solid statement, but I just don't believe any of this shit, man. I don't believe this shit. And the thing that got me about it, here's the funniest part, is that in the, in the, in the letter that they put out there uh, – Mara was saying like, oh, well, you know, we even had the itinerary, you know, for what he was supposed to do that day. Now, when I read that in the beginning of the of the, the message, a letter that he had put out to people, I'm thinking like they will have like the actual, like a handwritten, like an actual proof of evidence of this itinerary. So what they did is that at the bottom of the letter, they only put, like they put the, like the, the you know, the time and who he's supposed to meet. But it looked like you could have just copy and pasted that shit from somewhere. Like it wasn't a like I want to see like hard evidence. I want to see like a loose leaf paper, some some type of in writing or something like that. But no, they just only copy and pasted what like nah. It, it just it just looked very <laughs> it looks shady. It looks shady as shit. Hard evidence. <laughs> you ain't gonna get no hard evidence from the New York Giants football team. Hell no. Hell no, we not. Hell, we know we not, but you know, person can always dream. But man, <laughs> it, it's it's just a total mess, man. And and I'm sure this will not be the last time that we speak about this. Um, it, it, I'm pretty sure this is going to be brought up um, as time goes on and more gets revealed, and we find out what's going on with it um, as far as the legal process. But um, like I said, man, at the end of the day, I hope Flores do one does win this, uh, but. If anybody's expecting any serious change is going to happen from all of this, uh, you guys have not been following NFL. Then NFL will not, not, not. They'll do. They already. They already kind of nah. try to. They already try to do the like here, damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here, damn. Y'all want this shit here? Damn. They're doing it here. right now. Right. They're doing it every week. Look at what they have on their helmets. <laughs> In racism. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think somebody once joked, like, yeah, what they're going to do as a result of this, they're going to increase the font by two sizes. 
They yeah. Gonna make it yeah. And yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're seeing aftermath right now. Levy Smith is the Houston Texans head coach. Yeah. Yeah. And let so, me say this. <laughs> the Dolphins' new coach? Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Let, let me say that this. Logic looking nigga. Oh no. <laughs> he is oh. and they try they try to pass that as like hey, multiracial. Look, it's a multiracial hire. I'm like, dude, you know damn well we ain't talking about no multiracial hiring. We are talking about black coaches, black African American men. African descent. Trying to hear no no black. Uh no 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 black no multiracial no 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 the hell with all this shit and the media try to eat it up too like fuck this like like y'all ain't shit y'all trying it <laughs> they're trying it big but man I just like I said I hope everything and turns out fine but you know we gonna see we gonna see man. It's gonna. It's a long battle. It's a long road. If anybody's expecting anything to happen suddenly, it is not going to happen. And I love Roger Goodell's his one eighty stance on it. At first, it was no merit, right? And I remember two days after he's like, he put out a memo to all the owners in the NFL, uh, an internal memo, and saying like, "Yeah, uh, our diversity thing is unsatisfactory, whatever." I'm like, "But dude." You was just literally saying like making it sound like y'all shit was all fucking fine and easy peasy because of because you said that um <laughs> Flores' claim had no merit. Now like you're trying to write that off, but then you try to send an internal memo like, all right, guys, we need to hammer down on this shit. We really need to do better on this. Like, is it Uchi Wally? Is it one Mike? Uh-huh. Which one is it, Roger Goodell? Because you're really looking like a two-faced devil right now. You know, so which is nothing new, but it's it's a travesty. It's a mess. It's a mess. But we're gonna see what these other these other spots, these other coaching spots, um, that that gets filled up, um, and we'll see, we'll see what happens in the end, man. Oh but, yeah, I can only hope, man. Um, can only I, hope. I just, I, I just, uh, you know, it's it's whatever. Yeah, <laughs> because but you know. We we ain't gonna see any proper change right here because no no no. You know what I noticed though? What um? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No no no. Continue on, man. No, what I noticed um uh, about since we was talking about the halftime show, there is no halftime heat this year, man. (laughs) We they need to bring halftime heat. Oh shit! There isn't one. They oh man. They need to bring halftime heat back, man. They could still do one. Uh, they, they could actually do one right they now. Should. Like, they should. Like, they why could, they man. You know, do a halftime heat for like 2.0 or you know, for NXT 2.0 because they they have the talent to do it. Uh, they could. And they're now bringing main roster guys into the to the um um threshold. So I'm like, yeah, they could try 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 to do um halftime heat. Did they, they did have one um. <laughs> They didn't have one a year prior, did they? Because it was um, they, they it was had one pandemic, recently. So. Yeah, they had one recently a, a, a couple of years, a few years ago. Yeah, but, it was like a couple of years ago. I remember the, right. it was uh, it was like what the six man tag. Yeah, right, right, right. Which, which was great. You know, nah, man, they got to bring back an empty arena match, man. They got to bring that shit back, man. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I wouldn't mind an empty arena match. I just don't know who you do it with at this point. Well, I guess they kind of been doing empty arena matches for the past like year and a half, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
technically they've been doing empty arena matches. Yeah, uh, they've been doing that for for a while. Yeah, so, but so I mean, it, it would restore the feeling though. Yeah, right, 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 man. Who would even be in an empty like who should who, have have someone just fight at the crypto.com center <laughs> or crypto, what do you call it? Crypto, crypto arena, crypto.com <laughs> center or something like that. Arena. Crypto arena. Know. Yes. A crypto arena. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have someone fight, fight out there or something like, or have a 24 seven segment. I don't I, really, they, they could do that. They, they can, know? man. They definitely can. It's, ah, oh, man. Of course the most infamous one was the, the first one that they had a, you know. Yeah, man. No, no. Like I probably watched Rock Mankind Empty Arena match like a million times over because they used to play that shit. There's the time they used to play that every year. You know, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I'll be like, damn, man, this match is cool. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah. I forgot. I was like, damn, The Rock did lose the title with this fucking match. <laughs> Speaking of The Rock, The Rock is going to be doing something special at the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah, he's know. doing something. For, yeah, because yeah, I think he's doing like the intros or something. Yeah, yeah, of course. And uh, man, uh, I don't know if it was it you on on Twitter the other day talking about or somebody talking about let the XFL invasion begin. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was so. I, I would think something I've retweeted. It's like it's, uh, XFL invaded the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> The invasion angle that nobody expected. <laughs> that, hey, that pour, be- pour one up for the XFL, man. Especially the second run. It had potential. It did. Right? It did. It really did. I, I, you know what? You know, sucks that you know that you know Vince and Nick Khan had to deal with it. Deal, you know, do away with it again. But man, like, hopefully they can give it another go round in five years because that shit was like it, I actually was enjoying some of the games. So the quality was okay. Yeah, you know, at least for spring football. Yeah. I mean, it may come back next year, like 2023, since The Rock owns it now, since he bought it. So, you know, that that's that's his babies now. So uh who knows? Who knows what may what may come from that. But but yeah, no, um no, it's a perfect thing to um, you know, uh, segue into um uh elimination elimination chamber. Um as we found out. Uh, very quickly yeah. after after War of Humble, um, uh, yeah, very interesting, interesting. One person next I Saturday, did, man. Next one Saturday. person, one person I did not want to see is Goldberg. I did not care. I don't care to see him. Um, you don't, you don't care to see the big woo? Hell no. You don't care to see Goldberg, man. No, I'm tired of seeing Goldberg. Goldberg, you know those Goldberg. Hey, never- man, this is just they, like they, they they're, they're trying to they're lo- tying up a lot of loose ends, man. And they're getting this Goldberg Roman match out the way, and you know at the Saudi Prince, you know the big Prince love to get the big stars in. Oh, and it's a big ass payday for Goldberg, man. You ain't gonna see him in Mania. No, you know, that's this, what this, was, this is this this is these are the events you're gonna see him in. That's what I was saying. Like that. That's uh, Goldberg is never gonna say no to that Saudi money, man. <laughs> you know you can always count on Goldberg. Every time they go to Saudi Arabia, you can always count on Bill Goldberg to 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 wrestle. That's that's almost like a tradition now. Like I, it's, I mean, it's a tradition. It's a tradition. Like I said, I could care. I can. I don't care to see, but it's expected though. And I swear to God, they better not. They better not do what I think they're gonna do. And I hope oh. not. They better not try to throw a swerve and like, hey, we're gonna make Goldberg win. No. No, no, no man. No. I, I don't see that happening, man. No, this is, this they is better what, not. Ro- they this better is, this not. Is just, 
building Roman to be like, you know, the because the, the Brock and Roman's the match for Mania. Yeah, I, that's what so, I'm saying. So this is this is this is no, it's Brock and Roman. Like Roman's going to beat Goldberg. Like this is this we were supposed to piece him like two years ago before the pandemic. You know, sit everything to shit, and you know, enough Roman to be out for almost six months. Yeah, uh, but you know, he he's going to you know, just, this is a payday for Goldberg. They get to have their match, and it's probably going to be pretty cool. And Roman's going to get his win. And he's going to look unstoppable going into Mania against Brock. You know, because that's the end game. It's always been the end game. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And it looks like it's going to be title for title because I mean, like, I, I mean, what bigger match could he have? You know, I'm not sure if it's going to be unification though. But I hope no, 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 no. Well, but even if it's title for title, like how, like I just wonder if and it's not going to be a unification, so. I is I guess just the, whoever's the champion, they're just going to be on both shows. I guess you know. Uh, For time being, I hope. Yeah, right. They, they, they should unify the titles anymore again. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, you could just have you know Roman on both shows or Brock on both shows. I just know that um, you know. I mean, we get ahead of ourselves, but yeah. I mean, you know, Brock, Brock yeah. Lesnar, winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The least, yes, the least surprising. Winner, he will be. Yeah, he will be challenging Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship, but he is going to be in the Elimination Chamber match uh, for the WWE Championship um, with Bobby Lashley, you know, the newly crowned champion, uh, defending the title with the likes of um, what Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Brutal, and of course uh, Brock Lesnar. You know, they're all going to be in the Chamber match and. It looks like Brock's. Uh, I mean, all signs point to Brock winning it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, it is what it is. Listen, uh, this this is it. This was this was going to be the end path. This is going to be the main road. They didn't know what the fuck they were going to do for the WWE title match well before they came to this conclusion. Um, and you know, shit, man, Lashley's going to win that shit back again anyway. So at some point he's gonna win it again anyway. Like what is he a two time champion now? Yeah, like, yeah, he's gonna win it again. Uh, but uh, at some point, and we're probably gonna get um, but Brock's. I think this is gonna be Brock's way of getting his win back on Bobby too. But I'm pretty sure they're gonna have a you know more uh, a standard rematch, hopefully down the line. Um, and Brock will beat him there too. But you know, last year we get it back. I ain't too concerned. The match should be great. AJ mm-hmm. should be awesome. I'm I'm really wondering what they're going to try to do with AJ going into WrestleMania because he has been like they they're they're building something for him because he's been looking like a contender again. Um, you know, since the Royal Rumble and now you know he's in the title pitcher. I think he's probably going to be in the US title pitcher now. Um, because he's challenging Damian Priest for the title um on Raw. It's okay. upcoming Raw. Yeah, before um the Mace Chamber. So I, I guess you know they're just moving him around everywhere, and you know he's making it work. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to the show, and it's also the women's chamber too. Yeah, which, uh, which yeah. I'm, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, uh, it has uh Bianca Belair, uh Rhea Ripley, Nikki Ash, uh, who else is in here? Dewdrop. Yeah, that name five competitors already. Or was that just four? You forget. Oh, Liv Morgan's in there. Liv Morgan's in there. And then yeah. there's supposed to be a surprise entrant. I believe that might be Asuka. 
I believe so. Um, I yeah, I think it, Asuka's going to be the last entry. I think she'll be revealed on the, the night, you know, the, the Raw before Elimination Chamber. Um, well, why don't they just reveal her that night? Like, I don't understand no. why. Why can't That's, they? You know, got to make it wait, man. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Man. Just, 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 just have her review, re- revealed that night. Like, make her the last person in if, if you know, whether she gets in a have to start off in the match, you know, against whoever, or she has got to go one to one of those pods. Um, no, mm. just wait. Like that. Do not spoil the surprise a week before. I don't. I'm sorry. I I just feel like if you're going to do something like that, save it for give people a reason to want to watch the fucking match. Because I mean, she's not going to win the match though. So I mean, it's, I mean I, if she's getting revealed. The Raw before Elimination Chamber, I mean, it gives away the, the notice that she's going to win the match. That's how it's because if you if you put her in as a surprise tonight of, more than likely she have to win the match. You know what I mean? But then again, you know they revealed Brock being the last entry of the Fatal Four Way or return to a Fatal Five Way on day one, and he won that thing. So who knows? I mean, there's no need to really they they can anything. man because they, they can they, do whatever the fuck they want. It's WWE. <laughs> Man, I know, man, but it's just sometimes, man, I'm just like, yo, just surprise people, man. Like, at least, like, build up a fucking surprise. I know they want to give it away. They want people to know who's going to always be in the match. They have their reasons, of course, but as a fan, Mm -hmm. you know, I personally would be like, ah, you know what? I could wait. You You could do a surprise and just wait to reveal the person that night. But yeah. whatever, whatever. Yeah, I but. mean, it's it's just maybe it's just a nitpicking thing, but it's just for me, that's just how I would I would prefer it go. But either way, I know Bianca better win this shit. That's all I know. Yeah, that that's I mean, they, that rematch has to happen with her and Becky. That yeah. has to happen. I mean, it's the only yeah. other big mania match that's worthy for the Raw side. Uh, other than Charlotte yeah. and Ronda for you know SmackDown side, there's no other big yeah. big yeah, match yeah, no, for the women's ha- division. Yeah. That's, other it's than the only Bianca one that makes Becky sense at, at this at this point. And I mean, they're the two most protected women in the division right now. Right, right. Yep, um, yep. Got to, got to. But I mean, hey, you know, um, I'm not. You know what? I, I, now that I'm thinking about, you know, as far as on the SmackDown side with the women's title, you know, Rousey against Charlotte Flair is. Very intriguing to me. I actually like that matchup more than her than than Rousey against Becky. Yeah, I mean, we also know, saw it before, which and it was awesome. Right. So we know it could be right. good now. <laughs> yeah, I I just think that because of the fact that the perceived notion that you know the the whole four horsewomen thing and WWE and, and really Charlotte is looked at as the main person in there. Um, same thing with, you know, with the four horse women, uh, you know, with, with, with Shayna Blazer, Baszler and, 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 and Rousey. And I forgot who's the other two lady. It was, uh, what was her name? Uh, it was, um, Justin Duke and, uh, Marina Shafir. Shafir. That's who I remember. Mm-hmm. That's the person. Yeah. Um, what the hell ever happened to them? I guess they just, you know. Uh, Mar- Marina's doing, you know, shows for AEW. Really? I don't okay. I don't think she's signed there. She's just been doing like you know, dark tapings. Um, and 
and doing that. I don't know what Justin Duke's doing though. I don't oh. know if she went back to MMA or or what, right. but she hasn't been, you know, you know, wrestling for the most part. And, and honestly, th- those two in particular, they wasn't. Uh, they weren't great. No, 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 <laughs> I, no they wasn't. They were not. They, they were not good at all. But no. Shayna's Shayna's a fucking beast. Uh, and her and Ronda, it's going to be interesting seeing how um the build to this match and her, you know, her relationship to you know. Shayna and Shayna being a heel and Charlotte. Well, I think they might be turning Shayna um a little bit, you know, just for her alignment with Rhonda right now. Uh, but uh and, you know, in this build with Charlotte, because you know, they kind of were doing a little bit of that um during the like the, the SmackDown before the Rumble, where you know Shayna said she wanted to snap Charlotte, you know, arms in pieces. And um and you know they could you know have her as like in a little bit of a tweener role so she could you know be by um, Ronda's corner. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Going into that, yeah, they could, they could. You know, they kind of teased a little bit during the Rumble, but then they never really actually interacted like that. You know, they they, they yeah had like a quick a quick smile, a quick look. You know, looking at each other. You know, a little mm-hmm. in the middle of the ring. But other than that, you know, kind of. Kind of anticipate stuff, but who knows? They could be. It's the same thing, you know, or maybe, I don't know. Would it, I guess would, if, because I don't know if Rousey is going, Ronda Rousey is going to do any match before Mania. Like, just like a, a maybe a house show, I guess. I don't know. Like they Yeah, just she's gonna, working house shows. Okay. That, she's well, working that's, house shows. Okay, that's um, good. That's I good. don't know if she's doing a televised match. I, I don't know if they're having another event between Chamber no, and Mania. So. I don't think so either. But I was just thinking like a match that she would have like on SmackDown or something like that. Because, you know, executives love, you know, to see people like a person like a Ronda Rousey with her star power to be on their oh, show. I, I, yeah. I can see that happening, but yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just think like you just point, like you just said, you know, somehow, some way her and Shane's path is going to cross and. There's going to be some type of an interaction, probably build up to the match. Um, it's the same thing like, you know, Lesnar wins the title again. You can expect to see Shelton Benjamin just, you know, you know, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't mind seeing and I wouldn't mind seeing Shelton and, and Brock do one match. I wouldn't mind whether it's for the title or not does not matter to me. I just would like to personally see a match between them two right now. I don't mind. it. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I I. I I can't recall. Have they ever really faced each other before? One on one? Um, yeah, during their um, you know, during the earlier years. Um I can't like remember. That was like before they, you know, they before Shelton became well established because you know he was in um you know team angle with Kurt Angle, you know, they, they yeah, probably played a few times. Yeah. But yeah. as far as like now, I can't remember how often they interacted. Um, uh, other than um I think yeah, they didn't interact that often. Um, no, other than like the rumble they did, you know, uh, a couple of years ago or last year. Yeah. Was yeah, it last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think Brock, you know, he, he um, German, uh, uh, Shelton or across the ring a few times, but yeah, yeah. I, I just, you know, it, it hasn't been too many interactions between the two. I don't know. I just personally would like to see that happen. Not ah, just for, for old times sake, you know, and, and it's not like, you know, Shelton can still go. <laughs> Shelton, cause Shelton Benjamin can still go. Like that that guy is just his athleticism, man. Like it, it's you know, you really think about guys that, you know, would have been nice to see um, you know, as champion. You know, uh, you know, we look at the 
previous few years, and you know, there's been a very big emphasis that the E has done on, on giving you know black champions. And you know, there was a certain point I remember back in the early 2000s um, or mid 2000s that you know, Shelton could have he was he was he had that type of you know buzz that and he was a favorite, he was a fan favorite for a good while for the longest, too. Um, uh, that they could have gave through Mabone on that, but yeah, uh, you know, uh, he did. Didn't he have a match? Was it? Did he have a match against Triple H one time, or it was somebody else? I'm not what, saying that. They, yeah, yeah. When he when he um started out on a Raw, yeah, right, um, right, was, right. Was push. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like it can't happen. Can't. It's not like it can't happen. Uh, no. Side note, I, I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic here, but my team, yeah. my, Islanders, my Islanders, are winning five nothing, and it's only the first. Yeah, I, I figured you was um, you was yeah. watching a hockey game. You of know, course, of course, of course. I just want to throw that out there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, good for. But good anyway, for, good for them, man. Good for the Isles. Yeah, 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 man. It's a lost season, but um, <laughs> but no, no, no. Um, I like to intrigued to see what happens. What was you know at elimination chamber and. And leading into Mania, you know, it, it's 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 a filler pay per view with the exception, like you said, you know, um, probably the expectation that Lesnar wound up winning, you know, um, and I'm pretty sure there's going to be. I don't know if other matches have been announced yet. I can't remember um, or any. any... Um, I, I think yeah, I think the the Usos are facing the Viking Raiders for the tag okay. titles in Elimination Chamber. Yeah, that should be good. Um. Yeah, I, I don't. I I really can't think of. Oh, Becky Lynch and Lita. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, Becky Lynch yeah. and Lita. Well, that should be interesting. It will be interesting. We know who's going to win, but it's going to be interesting. You know. Um, I mean, I, I kind of after the um the post the the little brawl that they had on Raw. I'm actually I'm kind of intrigued for it. You know, yeah, Lita's yeah. just be moving slow, but that moonsault looks so clean that uh, you know what? You know, if they could just build to that moment, that would be good. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's a, it's that is a good match for Becky to have. You know, just for you know, just to have a match because you know, it's not like Lita isn't a bad choice. I mean, you you want to give that kind of like that legends rub on there, and you know, if you really think about it, uh, if you think back to um you know a few years ago you know when they did away with the divas title and they brought back just the women's title who is the person that you know that that presented it you know as 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 far as introducing the title coming back i believe it was lita that did that and i think it was at mania too if if i recall so yeah yeah i do recall that that when they and i can't remember who was involved in that match. I think Charlotte was involved in that match, though. Actually, was it the um? Dang, I have to really look at that because I really feel like I don't know if that was the match where it was Charlotte against that triple threat. It was Charlotte, um, Sasha, and was it Becky? I think it was Becky in there too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky. Yeah, and yeah. Charlotte won. That's right. So isn't that nice? I don't know. The <laughs> WWE, WWE may not even think about that. They may not even care about that. But me, I just like, I don't know. I just, It's just stuff I, I just point out and just remember. And 
I love continuity. So, uh, and a little backstory too. Why not? You know, but uh, but yes, that match is going to happen, and you know that's it's an intriguing match in, at, at, at most. And um, I don't think there is. I mean, like I said, we know who's going to win it, but I think they'll get a good match out of it. I don't know how long it's going to go, but I think it's there'll be a good match out of it. So. I'm fine with that. I, I'll be surprised if it if it goes be um, beyond 15 minutes. Nah, I don't think so. Um, no. No, yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 I don't know how how deep Cleta could get in the trenches, but it'll be interesting to watch. I can see it going 10 minutes most. Yeah, 10 minutes most, and it'll be like a quick 10 minutes too. You know, so yeah, it's all good. It's all right, but um, but yeah, and of course we'll 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 know more about those matches. I guess uh, SmackDown on Friday, we'll we'll know more, a couple of more stuff, and and I guess still got you know Raw after that. Um, but but yeah, so that's gonna be fun. Um, but the big thing uh recently uh, and we I know we want to touch on it. Um, NXT has been pretty good lately. Um, mm-hmm. best show, very- it's the best show in the week. No, that's your weekly television for me. Oh man, don't don't get the AEW fans mad. Don't don't get them all riled up. Um, I don't care. Just kidding. I know. I know. I know you don't care. I know you don't care. But I'm just calling, calling. Uh, nah. I see it, dog. Nah, nah, nah. But you want to know something? That's, no, honestly, though, about that um, is. It just really does seem like there is a big narrative, though, that's going on. They like all these wrestling media sites and, and these news outlets. They really are trying to push the narrative that NXT sucks, and they're like, "Dog, it does not suck at all." And, it, and it, I just find this shit hilarious. It's like yeah, the other time, it's it like is. it's like last week, and you remember this when there was some yeah. type of report that's put out there, and they were pissed off. They're like, "Oh, what the the Dusty Rhodes uh, the tag tournament and." Some some one site made a big shit about it. It's like, oh, well, it's February and they 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 haven't announced the, the the you know who's gonna be in the tournament yet. And I'm like, they said all they said was gonna be in February. And they, and I think they also kind of said it was gonna be late February anyway. So why the fuck are you making a big deal about something yeah. that wasn't that they said it was gonna happen later on in the month anyway? It's like and it's like, and I noticed this is a weekly thing. This is a weekly thing that they they always try to find some little small shit with NXT, and then they blow it up into a big giant thing. And then you got all these people like, yeah, 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 they're right, man. NXT ain't all that great. People are not really the people that are saying all this shit about NXT. They're not really watching it, man. I really don't believe they're watching it. They, they haven't been they're, watching they're, the show. Like, you no, know, they're, no, they're no, just no. Being, being intentionally dense and obtuse about the whole program. Where again, there there's still women's programs that are happening right now. Yeah, that they're trying to wrap up in order to get the tournament started. You know, you right. have Cora J and um, Raquel Gonzalez being a team. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're going to have Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai also going to be a team. Right. And they're, they're likely going to be, you know, trying to challenge Toxic Attraction uh, for the NXT Women's titles. So, you know, they yeah. have to get all these teams established first. Of course. Before going forward with the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like it's stupid. It really is stupid how people bitch and complain about it. And, um, I mean, it, it, for, for example, like even the, the episode, um, the last one that was on last night, which, you know, it was nice. Uh, the big thing, Dolph Ziggler now is going to be on there. You know, I know you talked mm-hmm. about earlier with, you know, a lot of the main roster people, 
you know, them, you know, coming on to NXT like what AJ Styles did earlier, um, you know, in the year, or should I say like a couple of months ago, really. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, and even Riddle being involved too. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it, I think it's always, always like that. It's a good look and, and it gives a rub on these people because it really shows, it also kind of gives you a glimpse on who the people are that they feel that is high up there. That oh, for allowing, sure. That they're allowing them to work these programs, no matter how short or long they are, uh, with these main roster guys. And it's always, a, it's, just, it's just a good look in general. So, it, um, yeah, yeah, it's a fast track um, yeah. for, you know, because this is the process of how, 2.0 is going to go for NXT. Like they really want a lot of their um, talent that there are in development to be ready and prime for the main roster. Yeah. So, you know, and what better way than instead of waiting for these guys to come to the main roster, you bring the main roster to them. That's it. You have AJ Styles working with Grayson Waller yep. and getting him ready. And, um, and now you see Dolph Ziggler, yeah, inject interjecting himself into the NXT title scene. Yeah, going at Braun Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa. You know Which, and that, that segment was great, by the way. It was a really good segment. And yo, Dolph Ziggler, he 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 actually looked like a real deal. <laughs> like he came talking shit. Like he looked like he got a big ass pop mm-hmm. from that crowd because they didn't expect him to be there. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know the CWC did not expect Dolph to be there, and he he. Came across like a big fucking star, and you know this is like WWE's form of their forbidden door of sorts, <laughs> and yeah. um, and you know, and Dolph, man, he he owned the place, and I'm glad that he's looking, you know, rejuvenated. He always, you know, when he never he gets into like a main title situation, he's going to look rejuvenated <laughs> and, and look great, and you know, now he, you know, he gets you know, you know, flex a little bit of his uh, you know, big ticket muscles. Uh, you know, on, on an NXT brand, and yeah. you know, be able to do his thing, uh, and that should be fun to watch. Of course, it should be fun to see. And I'm looking forward to see what other stars will you know on the main roster that don't have really anything going right now. That probably could go- do good on uh, going into you know 2.0, you know, getting to work some you know ring rust off or be in a you know important situation, and mm-hmm. now at the same time elevating these younger guys that need the help in development you know right. that it's, it's a win that's a win-win scenario for all parties involved definitely you know, you're you're being seen as a main eventer it you know and a top guy in this place while also developing and helping out these young guys to be prepared for the next stage in their careers that's it so you know so hopefully we do get to see the hurt business um oh. <laughs> back in action you know in, yeah. in the tag title yeah. scene you know yeah and get them, you know, get them going. Get Cedric something to do, man. You know, yeah. so you get going. Uh, and you know, and even the women, yeah, do like you know, interchange and do some stuff there. You know, so they could be ready. Well, yeah, so well, it should be cool. I'm, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to see what they could do with this. And and then also, and I don't know if you saw the tweet Becky put out there. You know, um, last night. You know, she was she was advocating for Wendy Chu to be the the the, the, the final entrant in the elimination chamber. You know, so, <laughs> oh, so you know, yeah. she's a fan, which I'm a fan of Wendy. I am a I, 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 I'm, Wendy, a, so. I'm a fan of, I love, there are people that shit on her gimmick. I love the gimmick. It's just great. It's just, it's just, it's just a cool little gimmick, man. It is. Uh, it is. Like, it is. It, it's, it's funny, you know, and, and she's still going to ring. Like, you know, like, it's not like, you know, it, it, it's beating be yourself over the head with the stupidity of it. It's, it's a fucking character show. 
That's it's it. character driven, and, and you know, really, you know, like just like with Ch- um, Andre Chase and Chase University, this gimmick itself, like, is for the brand. Like, mm-hmm. I don't see if it going beyond, you know, anything into the main roster. This is something that you know that you know that the brand itself will like. It, it, it's doing well, right? You know, I, I, you know but. Wendy, Wendy's good, man. She's a great hand. And, you know, I'm glad that she's able, she shook the dust off of um, that Tian Shan um, debacle. And now she's doing this and she's cool and we get to see her face and she's pretty and, and folks like her. Yeah. So, yeah. So it works. And, and again, we get to see her, you know, look good in the ring and Definitely. have good matches in a one C. Yeah, so, that, <laughs> so that, that's, that's it's fun for me, you know. Uh, so I think it's a, I think we should, you know, you know, it, you know, it's also again what you were saying with detractors, um, you know, trying to uh, shit on the show. Uh, you know, at first, you know, they, you know, you know, you know, you have folks complaining about, you know, the women, mm-hmm. you know, women representation, and in NXT you get a whole lot of it. Yeah, like a ton of it, but then they'll say, "Ah, this show is nothing but tits and ass." You well, know, I'm like, nah. "Um, the fuck?" Nah, well, yeah, <laughs> one because these women look good, <laughs> and two, they're actually really good at wrestling. Some yeah. are really good characters, and they're in important segments, and they're featured heavily on the show because they have a first to the women's division. So I mean, <laughs> what do you yeah. expect them to do? Uh-huh. Like, and Mandy, Mandy Rose, like she's another um, main roster back to NXT success story. Yeah, um, and yeah. She she's ready. Like Toxic Attraction in general, they're ready. It's time, you know. Uh, like after Mania, you need to put them on the main roster. Like SmackDown needs fresh heels, and Mandy Rose is like she's she's set. Like it's time to put her into the mix because she's now she's now you know it's like it's like Drew McIntyre when he came in as the chosen one and you know he had to go away for a while and rehab himself and you know get jacked and have these great matches and now he's a main event player mm-hmm. you know on the main roster Mandy Rose she comes back and yo she'll be a top heel instantly you know on in the women's division especially on SmackDown which they don't yeah. have that many available. Other than Charlotte, you know, so she will be instant, instant in the picture. And, you know, she can have good matches now. So you bring your up with, you know, with Gigi and Lacey Lane, you know, you have, you know, a really good stable that could just start running roughshod in the women's division. It just injects some life into it right now, especially yeah. the women's tag division, because what the fuck? There's no there's no women's tag teams, man. <laughs> no, there no, are none. No. So they have to bring those tag teams up. They really do. It's only going like I, I, I don't. I, I have no complaints over. It. I mean, I think, I think at first, yes, at first it was a slow build. You know, whenever you do something, oh yeah, like, yeah, it's, whenever yeah, it's you do something, yeah, whenever you do such a, a different change in the format and just the overall feel of the look of the show, and then you have these certain. You know, you have these wrestlers that are considered like old guard. And, you know, we all know what, what's been going on with a lot of talent being released and let go and stuff like that in the past few months. But, you know, but if you look at the guys, the people that are still left over from the old old guard and then 
people that used to be just on exclusively on the, the UK NXT UK brand and for them to be now on the main show like Walter or Gunter as he calls himself you know um you know in, in an Imperium Imperium and, and you've seen those guys and uh, like even you know you look at the factions like you know them in Diamond Mine you know th- these these are not these are not like these are not suck sucky factions like these are got these are teams that they're good they're very they're good, good at what they do in the ring and these are entertaining matches and you know you got to give some of these stuff you got to give you got to give a show time you got to give people time you got to you have to give an effort to invest into these characters like, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, like, it's like a rebuild man it is it is it and really is because that's what they were doing it was a rebuild it, it, it's it was one of those things that you know at, at first I can understand people's skepticism like why would you change something that's been going quote unquote good for the past few years um but sometimes you just you just need that rebuild you just need that shift and change of plans and then also the, who's the guy that produces the shows now Shawn Michaels is the main guy that produces the shows now for NXT I mean you're gonna tell me you going to you going to tell me you are going to doubt the showstopper now you know he's and it's not like he's too far away from from it's a person that not only Vince trusts Triple H trusts I mean everybody knows about you know their friendship and stuff like that so I think it's that's also a great look to the fact that he's the main person that's producing the shows now and I I I think that that helps I think that's a very I don't even want to say it's underrated but I think that's just something that people just easily gloss over. Mm-hmm. You know, they get so mixed in yes. with they get so so um <clears throat> they get so invested on all these people being released and stuff like that. But you look at the talent and but then you look at the person that's producing the shows. And like I said, the, would you not want somebody producing your show that is nicknamed the showstopper? Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, that, that it says it right there, but it, but it, but at the same time, it's Shawn Michaels we're talking about. Good, I, I, if this was Shawn uh, he, Michaels of, of 98, like ninety seven, you yeah, know, you something understand. like that. You're like, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, like all right, whatever. But people also got to understand he did have his own wrestling school too at one point. You know, so yeah, the same wrestling school that that brought you Brian Danielson, and exactly. unfortunately also brought you Brian Kendrick. But that's another <laughs> oh, story oh, for yeah. another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's not like he's for, foreign to this type of shit anyway. You know, so I think overall is good. They're in good hands. They're going to be fine. I can promise you, by the end of this year, people are going to be like people. The people that that they make the tractors. You know, for NXT, I by the end of the year, those people are going to do a complete 180, and then they're going to be singing their praises. Watch, and I'm not saying that because you know I'm, I'm biased towards one organization or not. Like, no, that's not the case. I am a wrestling fan first, then everything else below it. But once yep. you really look at these stuff, these shows, and then you really start and you actually watch them on a consistent basis and you see the progression and development of these characters. I, I mean, it, it, it's, they're going to grow on you. They're going to grow on you. And then sooner or later, you're going to be like, you know what, that person, I want to see that person eventually make it to the main roster. That's if they, they want to, you know, and 
You know, oh, you, well, it's not that they want to. They they, they, they kind of have to at this point. Well, well I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's but, different. But but, but. but uh, even even if um even if the uh, they they still don't uh want to uh, turn their um tone about the show, there's always going to be a favorite or two that are going to end up liking it. They're going to be like, you know, they should be doing more with this guy. Or right. you know why do you let them go? Or you know they don't. Or they don't deserve to. You know they shouldn't be there. They deserve to be elsewhere. You right. know, I'm like, oh, okay. So you are enjoying the show. Yeah, you're enjoying the people that they're developing. That's right. You know, uh, you know the, the show is good. Hands, fickle, man. Man. Very fickle, fickle. Very fickle. Mm-hmm. But I do enjoy the banter back and forth, and and like I said, the 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 little jokes that you know. E fans make about AEW and vice versa. I always find, I I always find amusement in that. Um, but then of course, like, but of course, there's just always those group of people that just go over the line and go too far, and just like, uh, it's just like, shut the fuck up, man. Just just enjoy the shit, enjoy the products, enjoy the story, the stuff that's out there. And I'm not saying everything has to be enjoyable, but in, in the stuff that you do like, that's okay. Fucking like the shit, like it. That's there's no problem with that, you know. But you can like the show without having to be such a damn freaking, you know, a a, a, a harsh critic on, on the other, you know, on, on the other organization brand or whatever the case is, you know. Um, you know, I and it's like how I feel with AEW. You know, AEW is fine, but they're going to have they they are they're still going through they're still going through the, like their the, the beginning growing pains and stuff like. They haven't got it all figured out. They got, they got something, but they haven't been able to put it all together yet. And I'm pretty sure they will eventually. But you know, the owner doesn't make shit easier for the people. You know, but <laughs> but that's that's a different story in itself. But um, but nah, it, it's all right. And, and speaking of AEW, we saw that uh, tonight mm-hmm. as of this recording. Uh, uh, Keith Lee de- debuted, which was anticipated. You know, a lot of people kind of guessed yeah. that was going to be the case. Um, but you know, hey, I- I'm happy for him. I really did like the dude. Um, I I really feel like it. I I think that they may have, you know, the E may have pulled the trigger too quickly, but it's whatever. You know, um, uh, it, it's it's just one of those casualties when you have too many people and not enough time or ideas. And hey, you know, like I said, I hope he does well over in AEW. I think he'll be fine. But yeah, man, I, I, I you know I really hope he gets uh the best shake possible. Um, I do too. Chapter. Um, uh, it's just that. Yeah, it really did suck how it all ended for him. But you know, there was a lot of context here. You know, yeah. people tend to forget to ignore that. You know, yeah. That it, it, yeah, you know he 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 was you know he was battling with COVID and he yeah. almost lost his life and right. then he was suffering from long COVID because he wasn't able to get into shape. Yeah, and then by that point he was getting leapfrog, man. And yeah, and yeah. it was just a little too little too late, probably a little too hasty too. But I mean, honestly, there's a solemnist liability, and you know, unfortunately, me and him had to be a casualty in that too. Yeah, uh, but. You know, again, you know, I really hope they can shake it out in AEW because I, I believe Mia should be there too. I hope. Um, yeah, I, I would think so too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that should be a package deal. And, um, you know, and 
you know, I, I just hope Keith is just good, it, not only in good spirits mentally and emotionally, but physically too. Uh, because you know, yeah, you know, this experience with COVID was no joke. So no, no, no. Yeah, I, know, I just wonder, hoping that he will still be good, and um, you know, he's able to you know compete um back at the level that he once was beforehand, um, and which we haven't seen lately. Uh, right. To be perfectly honest with you, we just haven't, and um, uh, you know, and hopefully he can get it done. He he's going to be in a ladder match. <laughs> Yeah. Um, at Revolution, I think yeah. So I think the revolution is going to be a revolution. So yeah, um, yeah, you know, yeah, he should get in shape for that. Uh, try to do as much cardio as he can. You know, I, I, you know, I just want him to be good and ready for that match. Um, yeah, but also Jay White made his uh, debut too. Yeah, um, yeah. AEW. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how that like what what I don't know what's the the lengths of. How involved he'll be with AEW, but it looks like I I don't know uh, either. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, 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 all that spells is like, oh, that's another title contender that they can immediately use, but they they won't. No, I'm like what's what's the purpose here? You know, because I'm like, because you know, you have Adam Page right now, who is looked at as an afterthought. You know, behind what's going on with Brian and Moxley and. Punk and MJF, uh, whatever Adam Cole was doing, I, I, I you know, if he's doing anything, and you know, whatever Chris Jericho is doing at the time, you know, he, you know, he got that little Texas F match with uh Lance Archer, yeah. Um, but I'm like, I, 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 I don't know where they're going with him right now. Uh, I, I you know, I haven't um, checked, I haven't checked the rest of uh, you know, Dynamite to see um. What, what direction they will go to now, but it's just like he 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 is he is below a lot of these guys that are coming in right now, and you know it, 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 it just the rain is just looking bleak. You know I don't know what they could do for Revolution for him. You know to add more credibility to his ring because they they really wasted that Brian challenge out the gate. Where yeah, it sh- it sh- they should have had Miro first. Uh, because that so would be a cool people. win for him. I mean, yeah, I mean, Miro hasn't been seen since. So, what's, the, uh, what's the latest with yeah. Cody? With Cody Rhodes? Like, I know, like the last time I remember seeing him, I don't know what the fuck going on, Cody Rhodes. What, what was that uh, ladder? Um, with that ladder match, right? Like, yeah, had, yeah. But his contract, uh, you know, it, apparently it expired. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know if it's a work or is it a shoot. Yeah, he really is gone for the company for the time being. I I, I just don't know. Um, I guess really we got to find out till Revolution because uh you know I probably, yeah. probably won't see or hear from him until then again. Uh, and yeah, it, it's just a lot, man. I'm like they, they really have botched this um this title ring for him, and I, I really it's just now it's not it's not even saying who he's going to face to beat next. It's more or less. Who's going to be the guy that's going to take the title off of him? Right. Because right. that's what it feels like the next opponent, you know, the next opponent he has. Like, this this should be the guy. And it should be MJF. But, should you be. know, I, I don't know if they're continuing this thing with Punk, but MJF should be the next challenger by default. You know, and, and he should be the one winning the title because it's clearly not working for, for Paige. And if MJF is challenging for the title, MJF has to win the match. 
Right. I mean, it, it's just, you know, because you can't, I mean, it's cut. It's one thing cutting, you know, page underneath the legs um, through the circumstance. Because really, yeah, you're just, there's bigger stars to him right now that could be having the title. It, mm-hmm. That's just a fact. Yeah. It's unfortunate, you know, because it's not his fault. But, you know, that's just how, you know, the cookie crumble right now. That's it. In MJF's case, they can't fuck him up. Like, there's just no. so <laughs> They can't because they stopped and started him almost one too many times, especially yeah. with that Jericho feud when Jericho won. And, you know, and now, you know, you got this big punk win from, um, and uh, it's just that uh, I'm concerned that they, they, they might go the rematch route again with those two. I don't know. So. Uh, that's that's what has my concern, you know. I you know it's just you know it's a tendency in those type of, especially with his views, that you know the face always get the win back. So always, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I I'm just hoping they just um you know just keep have him you know just be the next guy up, and because I I don't want Cole challenging right now. He needs to be rehabbed, like he needs like a a year long rehabbing process. In order for me to take him seriously as a contender again, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, is and now you know bring it, keep leaving to the mix. They have to book him correctly. They have to protect him. They have to have him winning matches and a lot of matches, or else they'll look like fucking idiots for signing him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he has to be in the mix, but I, I just don't know, man. Just nah. don't know. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> But, but but speaking of idiot roster decisions, uh, unless you unless you're under the been under a rock, um, it's that time of the year for the NBA again. You know what time of the year it is? Oh yeah, it's my favorite time of the year. It's it's the most wonderful mid season time of the year. Yes, but, uh, that, most definitely. It's it's the trade deadline, man. That that is right. The trade deadline, and woo, we we got some doozies already. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, Sacramento Kings. What a God. fucking franchise! What a dumbass franchise! Gosh, they're fucking idiots. <laughs> they are trash. They are so trash. It's oh my god. I, I, why? I, I you know, I, I I just don't get the thought process of wanting to trade away. You know, probably the best. Prospect they had in a long time. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. And um, and Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, um, yeah. I, I mean, I understand. You know, the folks. Uh, you know, dismissal of you know how valuable Halliburton could be for this team or for that team at the time. But I mean, it's it's only so many second year players you're going to get that's averaging nearly seven assists and shooting forty percent from three. Yeah, no, uh, it, it, and, and contribute to winning basketball. And he's a positive player all around. Uh, and I mean, it just to, you know, trying to buy in. I mean, I mean, the Pelicans are doing it too, but they're they're trying to get a playing spot. You know, bringing in Demontis opponents. Uh, I, I, I'm, you know, the jury's still out. They, he actually made his debut um in the, against the Wolves right now, and um. 
and they're they're holding on tight. They're holding on strong. It's a close game, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't, I just don't see the long term for this. Um, I don't know. It feels like a mistake. You know, you know, they also traded away Buddy Heel, which was which was coming, along with um uh Tristan Thompson. Oh boy, who's Listen. still in the league? Listen. Uh, and he still played basketball, y'all. Uh, and yeah, he's go- he's going to be on the Pacers. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. He, he he he's going to find something. So <laughs> he's going to find something <laughs> or someone. Uh, you know, Indianapolis. He's going to wild out in Indianapolis. I tell you that right now. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. Wild out. He's going to he's going to be finding something there. So, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because he, he ain't going to contribute that much to this damn team. I know that for sure. Nah, uh, he gonna contribute. Try to contribute to his own team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his his own personal Thompson <laughs> right, team. Right, right. <laughs> nah, but that, that yeah, that trade. I was um, I, a lot of people were pretty shocked that Halliburton was involved in that trade because nobody thought that he was even on, on a you know that he was touchable. Yeah, it was like he was untouchable two weeks ago. There were even you know, people, there's even people within the Kings organization that that was perplexed by that, and they thought that he was untouchable. So I yeah. it's just so stupid. Uh, unless it was like for Ben Simmons, like they, they weren't going to trade for anyone or anything else, and yet here here, here they are uh, trading for Sabonis. Um, yeah, it's just like it's it, it, it's really wild, and, and they're keeping Harrison Barnes too. Uh, <laughs> that's what it's sounding like. Yeah, uh, uh, which is. Uh, Oh, also perplexing. Um, so you give away Halliburton, but you want to keep Harrison Barnes. That is so ass backwards. Yeah. I mean, I, it, oh, my gosh. It, it, I mean, they're, they're trying to it's, – it's just their last grasp of, uh, you know, trying to keep De'Aaron Fox. But I don't even know if De'Aaron wants to be there, dog. I thought th- he's on a trading block. Yeah. he. I mean, uh, up until this trade, he was, you know yeah. – you know, giving up Halliburton, it's like you're 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 basically choosing De'Aaron over him. Yeah. Uh, unless they are they are trading for a new guard, um, which I, I I don't know. I can see that happening. This team looks like this is what it's going to be, uh, and probably some other deals they're probably going to make on among the margins. So, but yeah, it, the Kings just they just find ways to to be the Kings, man. Yeah, I see, man. I see, but. On the other side of that trade, though, Indiana has actually throughout so far with this trade deadline, the, the two trades that Indiana has done, um, because they also traded uh oh great away. business on their end. Oh yeah, nah, they yeah, they, they 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 they've came out pretty damn good in all of this. You know, um, this is they were able to keep so far as of this as, as of right now, they've been able to keep Miles Turner. You know, yeah. um, you know, and uh, they they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine in the end. They got they've gotten picks. They've uh, gotten they've got they, they got, got, they got a Rick Carlo now. player. Yeah, in Halliburton, bro. Yeah, yeah. And now you got your backcourt of Halliburton and, and Chris Duarte, and yeah, uh, yeah. That's that, that's pretty tantalizing. Um, as far as Balco Brogdon go, yeah. they can't. I don't think they could trade him this season because I think they signed an extension. But in the summer, yeah, it, it's looking bleak for my man. Um. He's probably he's likely going to be on the move, uh, and you know Miles Turner. Yeah, he 
he's you know he looks like he's going to be staying. Yeah. Again, um, you know, because he gets to play center, and he looks like he's going to have more of a a role on the offense now. Um, you know, because now yeah yeah because Brogdon's getting phased out, and and Sabonis is gone, so he doesn't have anyone clogging the paint, so he can get to do his thing. Man, that's what he that, wants. That so that I, that. I, 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 Indiana, depending on what Indiana does also in the offseason and stuff like that, uh, they may be back in the playoffs next season. Uh, <laughs> depending on, you know, we'll see what else, oh, yeah. they, we'll see what else they do, you know, between now and then. But um, but the way it's looking like they, they, they're they going to have the tools to be back in the playoffs next year. So, uh, once again, that, that, that division, man, is going to be a competitive this division. I mean, I don't uh-huh. – you know, between Chicago and, and, and Milwaukee and Cleveland, you know, Cleveland, that's another team that's – they haven't done any trades, but, um, man, man, they – actually, no, what am I saying? They did because they got uh, – then Cleveland, uh, they got Levert. Yeah, they got Karis Levert in that deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, was, never mind. I mean, yeah. that was, again, great business on both ends. That, that was a – that was – the really good Indiana trade, and you know, with Cleveland, and the really bad one was on Sacramento's end. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Another perplexing trade was uh, CJ McCollum going to the Pelicans, which I, I guess the Pelicans are still banking on having a quote-unquote big three. I guess of Ingram, him, and and, and, and Zion. That's if they're also they're it's... also tapped in the West, so they're 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 trying to stick to that playing spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's just it's um they wanted to bring in you know a playoff proven veteran player and um in McCullum a guard too uh that uh try to elevate this team and you know teach these guys how to win I, I guess yeah. you know and uh and yeah it, it tried to persuade Sion to stay you know they say that they are really are trying to build the team with them um also Larry Nance just came in on the team with them as well yeah. Uh, but I think he's going to be missing uh, the first two months as this is straight because he's going undergoing knee surgery. Jeez. So he's going to be without. They're going to be without Larry Nance. Jeez. And they, you know, CJ McCollum, you know, he's also had his fair share of health issues lately. Right. Uh, you know, bad ankles. You know, he uh, had a, you know, um, back injuries. Uh, also, uh, like, a, like what was it like? A, a luggage or collapsed lung, yeah. So yeah, he's he's going to be you know come and go, but they're 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 really trying to you know make this work, um, and try to uh, you know try to have a sustaining winning franchise. You know, I feel like this might not be the only deal that they make um going into the deadline either. No, no. I mean, I, I'm actually trying to check to see right now if I, if anything has happened because you know with these these trades uh. They're 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 not um they're not above happening like at midnight or some shit like that you know, uh but I haven't seen anything else I, and I don't know I don't know what other trades could um possibly happen. I I know people are still thinking that you know they they keep looking at the, the Lakers and Westbrook isn't being traded uh I, I I hate to break it down to bring it to people but he's not going to be traded there's no point of him being traded. And no team is going to want his contract anyway. So regardless, that's not that's not even a thought. Um, 
I don't know how much wheels is how much you know should anybody really be invested into a potential Nets and 76ers trade involving a uh, Harden and Ben Simmons. Oh. Yeah, I think uh, that's just going to I don't even know, man. It's just so many stories coming out of that thing. I don't even know if it's really going to happen. I don't I don't I don't foresee it happening. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that trade is going to happen. Um I know I know the Nets there they're in a terrible Terrible, terrible, terrible slide right now. Um, and I know that's because of injuries and and stuff. Um, but like last night, I know they got killed by Boston. Um annihilated, man. At one point like, they were down twenty eight to two, and I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> oh god. Yeah, Javon Carter doing NBA two K plays and shit. Yeah. It was it was pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh there's only so much you can do when, you know, one of your stars are injured. The other one is injured, I guess, or trying to find a way out. And the last one, you know, you can't even play them in your home games. Yeah. So, <laughs> like it, this, this, uh, this, this whole Nets run right now has just been a, a huge disappointment. I'm not you surprised know, one bit, man. It, but you a know, big what? disappointment. Um, but it, I mean, it is also what's very, very expected too. Yeah. We have these three players, you know, on the same team. Uh, well, three wild personalities. Well, I always well. said for the longest, like the one of the big things that the mistake that they made, and I understand he was part of part of the the multi team and multi player Harden trade. But I, I mean, when the Nets traded away, you know, Jared Allen, I I, I always thought it was a mistake. Like it, that was yeah, a mistake. It, it is. It, that it, was a big it is, mistake, and it was. Uh, uh, they gave like. That was like they the Nets. That's been the Nets' problem, and that's still last season as we saw in the playoffs. Um, you know, to an extent, like you don't have a big guy. You need a big guy. Like, and, and the fact that they don't have a big guy like that is valuable, especially in the East. Yeah, man. You know, yeah. you know, like, it, it's it's very valuable in the East, and the numbers that he was putting up, like I was just like, why would you trade him? Like, why would nah, man, and. Now you see what he's doing in Cleveland, yeah, and he should have been an All Star. You know, it's yeah, he should have been an All Star. Yeah, yeah, he he he's playing a huge part in putting them into the third seed in the Eastern Conference. Like, yeah, Jared Allen has just been fantastic. Like that back that front court of him and Evan Mobley is like, yeah, it's 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 a new generation Twin Towers, man. That's what I'm saying, man. The Nets. I don't know if the I, listen. I'm pretty sure at some point, like KD will get healthy, and like I said, I don't think Harden's going to get traded. Um, and then Kyrie's Kyrie, and I still, I still go with the belief that Kyrie and the Nets are still hoping that uh, Mayor Jackass Adams, um, in, in New York, that he that somehow, some way, something gets as far as the the you know. What they allow inside buildings with the vaccination and stuff like that. Uh, I, I guess they're still banking on something like that being laxed, you know, pull, put push back. You know, I know in California, um, they just started mm-hmm. doing. Uh, they just stopped the mandatory mask mandates. Um, you know, so I don't know, you know, what New York is going to do, uh, but I'm pretty sure they're hoping that uh, something without that changes, so which will allow Kyrie to play home games, uh, but. It's just one of those things that the Nets, man. Um, if they, if, 
I don't know. I don't think they're going to stay being a uh, playing game seed. Um, I really do feel like they'll eventually find a way back into at least the six, you know, five or six seed. I mean, because they could go on a damn, you know, for all we know, they could go yeah, on a winning streak I can, I can themselves. See it's know? so compact. It's compact there. It, it they is. could get the fourth seed for all we know. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, we don't know where they're going to end up at. Um, but I, I still stick with the fact that they – one of their worst matchups, the Nets, is going to be if they have to face them in the playoff, is going to be Cleveland. Um, yeah, the Nets do not want to face Cleveland. If I'm the they Nets, don't, they don't. They don't have guard defense for it. No, no, uh-uh. they, 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 they don't have the size up top either. Um, aside from Durant, when he's healthy, um, yeah, he he won't be able to. You know, like he's going to be able to get his buckets, but it's just going to be hard to try to, try to get into that paint. You know, with right. those two dudes up there, and uh, yeah, it's just gonna be difficult. And Cle- <coughs> excuse me, Cleveland would give it to them oh, every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the no, shout teams- out to Jamie Bickerstaff, man. Great coach. He is like, great coach, man. Like he should be getting a nod for coach of the year. Um, definitely, definitely should be getting um a, a, a nomination. Um, because like no one expected the Cavs. To even get this far, this fast. Nah, no, um, no, so, not at all. So, you know, you know, kudos to him. Kudos to him to help building that culture around um, within the last couple of seasons. And, you know, they, they were seeing the fruits of his labor. That's it. That's it. At the end of the day. Hey, listen, man, I always stress it. And my father always tell me when any any type of games, any type of sports, matchups mad, matter. They matter so much. And... Like I said, there's just certain teams that they just the matchups just doesn't work in their favor. And the two teams I will say though in the East, and I don't want to make it too much about the East because the West got they they got their own shit too. But it's just the East just seems to be more competitive and like you said more compact. Um, but uh, the two teams that I that it'd be scary to face in the playoffs. And I know anybody listening to me say they, like, oh, you're going to say Chicago? No, I'm not going to say Chicago, even though. Deep down, I'm, I want to say them. But the two teams that I really do fear the most um, is Cleveland and Miami. I do fear fear those two teams. I will say that because Miami, they, they, they've been very quiet. They're complete, They're complete man. They've been very They're... quiet. And we don't know. And then I'm pretty sure we don't know what version of Oladipo is going to – we're going to see once he is fully healthy. My gut feeling is that – He's going to be like Oladipo, like like people know of of him to be, um, and that's dangerous <laughs> for other teams facing Miami. Uh, but yet Miami, they just been very quiet, man. They've been very quiet doing their thing. Um, it's almost like they just forgotten. I, I, like I, I'm interested in seeing they're going to pull off a deal in the deadline. They um, maybe I'll, they I'll, may I'll... could they may could they could be a sleeper team that nobody thinks about that they could try to pull off a deal. Uh, you know, I, I don't know who they trade or, or, or what, you know, who they who they could trade for. I don't know. Um, but uh, I, I just, I just would not. Um, I would not doubt them. And people gotta, people gotta understand. Don't forget, Miami were they only two years removed from the NBA Finals. So, you know, uh-huh. it's, it, it's not like it's one of those things where they just out of nowhere and they haven't done anything. Like, no, they were in the finals two years ago. 
um, as long ago, even though it seems like ages and forever ago uh, when that happened. Um, I'm pretty sure Lakers fans will tell you. They act like they haven't won a title in 20 years. Um, you know, so I, I, I would I would be I'll be very, very uh, scared of him if, if I was the Nets or any other team, you know. And Milwaukee could always be Milwaukee. And it's like with the West, you know, the West is just funny because uh, interesting because they, there's Golden, there's Phoenix and there's Golden State and then there's almost like it's everybody else. You know, everybody, you know, Memphis is doing their thing. I love John Morant. Love that team. Um, you know, Denver is Denver. Utah is Utah. You know, it's like there's just certain teams. It's like, all right, you know, it's like, it's like, yeah, you know, it's like another another day, you know, that they, nothing changes. You know what they expect from them. Uh, but uh, but you know what about Phoenix um, I, I, I find intriguing is that uh, they've been quiet also. Nobody's well, not quiet, but nobody really's talking about them. How are they quiet, man? They they they're the best team in the league. They are the best team in the league, but I don't hear anybody really talking about them. Chris Paul. I know is having a great season, but it's like as a Stephen Booker, you know, as a and, right, and, and they'd be firing right. off 10, 11 game win streaks every other game. You but know, everybody was focused. Wild. But but to me, it seems like you know they just lose. Nobody talks about them. Is everything about Golden State? You know they talk. I, I hear more talk about Golden State than Phoenix. You know what? And and I could be wrong, but for me, I don't. I don't hear many people talk about Phoenix. I don't know. Uh, and but like you said, they've been rolling off win streaks like nothing. And they were in the finals last season. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, there is no reason as to why they shouldn't be. Uh, I should not be on them, but you know. I guess it's one of those things like, you know, it's a regular season. They're doing fine. Let's see how they act in the playoffs. You know, I, I, maybe people are taking them for granted. I don't know. But uh, I, I just, like I said, go to state, you know, go to state Phoenix. Those are really the two teams in the West that, you know, you can just keep an eye on. Lakers, nobody's really like worrying about the Lakers like that because like we both agree the Lakers are ass. You know, yeah, um, they're, they're, this is this, this season's a wash. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's, you can't it's, see this team winning, you know, four seven game series in a row. No, you know, you just <laughs> just can't see it happening. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, man, it, it, one last thing about the West. You know, a team that's had like a big fall from grace. You know, you know. And I know there's a lot of injuries that attributed to it. Uh, even the Clippers, man, like the Clippers, they there. It's weird. Like they, 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 they were right there. You know, everybody was, uh, you know, so many people in the NBA world was quick to, you know, said like they're going, they're the best team. They're go, they're that's the team in the West, and you know, they just haven't showed much of anything for it. <laughs> <laughs> Even after getting Kawhi, um, so uh, yeah, they they have it, but they're 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 still in the playoff. <laughs> playoff they are, uh, they are, they is, are. But yeah, yeah, that that you know that 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 we never really saw the full potential of that team either. No, um, which is a damn shame. Um, but they still keep trucking, you know. So I I give them that. Uh, and you know I really hope um you know they're, they're, you know I I hope that Paul George can come back. Um, 
you know, towards the end of the season. And um, he's able to um, play in the playoffs. But, you know, right now they're, they're, they're just plugging away, you know, grinding out wins if they have to, uh, and continuing to play the best basketball that they can. And, you know, and that's that's all that the Clippers can do right now. No. You know, this, this is another wash season for them. So, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, you know the team I forgot to mention there in the fifth spot in the West uh, Dallas. You know Dallas is there. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually impressed that they're uh, that they, uh, that they made it this far. Um, you know I, I thought because it it was looking rough for them at first, uh, and now they uh, they're, they're they're pulling through. They're, they're doing well, uh, and they're another team that you got to look out for in the deadline because they're 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 really trying to bolster this squad, right? Um, going to this playoff run because they, they want to get out the fucking first round this time around. And, um, you know, I think they can do that. I think they can do that. Um, you know, they did, they, you know, they've been doing well offensively. Uh, you know, Luca still, you know, he tends to still be a turnover machine. Um, and you know, he will, you know, do a lot of bickering with, you know, for missed calls or just not getting any calls at all. But, you know, when he's on, he's on. And um, it's, yeah. it's just a matter of, uh, you know, the team being healthy and especially Chris Aporcingas, you know. Oh, of course. And make sure course. that he, he's good to go. But, yeah, but yeah, they're definitely they're definitely going to be busy um, for the deadline. So uh, I'm definitely looking to see what they can um, pull. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of stuff we'll know within the next 24 hours. Um, and, you know, that's going to shape the rest of the season. And, you know, never know, you know, and it could be, you know, always got to keep an eye out for the waiver wire too. you know, um, you know, guys that not. You know, oh, yeah. Always got to keep an eye on those because you may find a gem or two, you know, for the right team. You know, so it, it I know we, we talked about it before we started recording, you know, even for my Bulls, you know, um, you know, it, that seems to be the more. um that seems to be the route that probably works best for us to see if we can pick up somebody on the waiver wire after the trade deadline. Um, you know, somebody to help us out instead of having to trade anybody or anything like that. I know we've been decimated by some injuries, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. Um, but uh, I, I wanted uh, b- before we we wind up at closing the show. Uh, it was a couple of things I wanted to, um, to mention. Um, wanted. Number one, um, have you? What is your opinion of have or have you listened to Pusha's new single yet? Uh, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I like it a lot too. Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm you know I, I'm just wondering like when when is the album dropping? He's been working on you know the uh, Daytona follow up for the last four years, and it was initially supposed to come out like what 2019. Then it got pushed back, and then you know, of course, the pandemic happened. And it looks like this is this is going to be the new rollout for the album. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was good. You know, for I, I like it. You know, it, it, nothing nothing mind blowing or anything of that nature. But you no. know, it's just a cool beat. Uh, the Kai eighty eight keys, you know, on the production. It was uh, it was cool. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you know, what Push has in store um, going into this year. It's just crazy I, now that, you know, still that, you know, whatever that he does make a drop or, you know, there's going to be um, something involving him. It's, it's always going to be tied back into his, uh, his, his feud with Drake. And, 
you know, it, it that's just nothing but the discourse every time, you know, something happens. You know, it does put a damper on his music, unfortunately. I'm making a bold prediction that Drake is going to be his on on that album. Just just a little prediction there. I just have a feeling since all of a sudden, since now Kanye and Drake, they're, you know, back on good terms, I guess. They're, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're cool now, right? Whether it's that by force or you know yeah. by will, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Cool. Exactly. So it, it's 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 likely that you might you know we'll see um you know uh Pusha and Drake on a song, and uh, and they just patched up and everything's all good to go. Right, right. All the world is all fine. Um, another song. Um, I listened. I've been that's been on heavy rotation. Um. Benny the Butcher don't miss. J. Cole don't miss. When you have both of them on a song together, that, that, man. That's just hard, man. Woo. It's tough. I think you pushed Tana Talk back, too. I think it's coming out in March now, which I was very upset. I mean, I but, know, I know, I know. Yeah. Because I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm ready for the tape to drop. Um, but I think Kanye's dropping at the end of the week. I mean, the end of the month, so... That will hold me over until Tana talks drop. So okay, yeah, you know, but yeah, man, that's, that's just is tight. Uh, it's cool. It's cool hearing Cole on the Alchemist beat. Yes, um, yes. You know, I, I really hope Alchemist does get more major placements down the line this year. I'm like, he's been putting in work for so long, and it, it, it would just be cool, you know, to see his uh, you know, work um, reap the benefits again, and you know, a, a him, you know, being on a you know a couple of uh. More, more major, um, you know, out, out, you know, out, you know, more major, um, studio albums, you know, it's just like we did with, uh, with, um, Kendrick Lamar's Dam, and now it looks like you know you get some features from Cole, you know, I, I, I've been waiting for like Drake to drop something on Alchemist Beat because you know he's still a hipster at heart, yeah, yeah. I thought that would have been you know his his go to, but I guess we still have to wait on that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, um. I'm definitely eager for Benny's next his his uh upcoming album for sure. Um yeah, it's it's I'm intrigued to see what else comes out in the first quarter of of this year music wise, man, album wise. Um but there is definitely has started off on a hot note for sure. Um and uh another album that came out recently that I it's been on our um uh, Heavy rotation for me is uh, Corday. Um, his album is is great, man. Great, 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 great fucking fucking work from him, man. Um, I don't know if you have listened to it uh, yet yourself. I, I have. It's cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, man. I I, I really do. I, I like Corday, man. I, I like his music, man. It's I fucks nice. with it. I I fucks with it a lot, man. And, and you know, there's just so many. It just I, that's that's what I love. I just love to see shit like that, man. I love to see young guys like that, you know, putting out some quality music like that and quality albums too. Um, so it's it's gonna be good for sure. Um, one last thing I want to uh, mention. I talked about it to you. Um, uh, well, I think last week, whatever, over here in Richmond, I was at a I was at a show. Uh, my man. Chance Fisher over here. 
Yeah, um, yeah. Shout out Chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out to him, man. Um, I was at a show last week, and um, there was a lot of lot of local Richmond personalities uh, around uh, that came out for the show, um, and it was it was great seeing them. And you know, it it, it also kind of was one of those things, man. I will admit that I wish you was that you was there for because you know, as as you know, people and we've talked about it before. Like that's like how how me and you really met through the local Richmond hip hop scene. Yeah. And um yeah. That, that's how I met a lot of friends, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, yeah. And you know, so. it was one of those things that um it was good to see a lot of people um show up there. Um shout out like I said shout out to Chance um uh shout out to uh Radio B, Noah O, um uh those those guys there. Uh it, it was good to see familiar faces uh that i haven't seen in a while because you know due to pandemic and stuff like that and i don't go out much like that to begin with um so um so yeah it was uh shout out to those people man um but it, it, it's uh it's it's great you know it's great to see a lot of artists um you know these people in and out of music uh for so many years so long and you see it and it's like what we was talking about nxt earlier you know just see the progression of and yeah. how the wrestlers with their characters and you see the progression of you know these artists and you see what they do within the world of music and even outside of it and they got their own businesses and stuff like that those are the type of stuff that they love to see and you know uh, you know it, it's always great to give praise to you know these artists in the mainstream but don't ever forget the local people the local people they 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 bring in they bring in heat, man. Um, so wherever you're listening to this podcast, that it doesn't have to be just here in Richmond, um, whatever city that you reside in, uh, you know, sometime, man. Uh, I one thing I, I urge people to do, um, uh, take some time, man, and learn, learn, learn the, the you know the the local music scene. If you're hit, specifically hip hop, you know, um. You know, learn these people, uh, know these people, uh, hear their music. Um, you just never know because, I mean, you really can wind up forging. Uh, you become not only a fan of their, their their music and what they put out, but you also forge fr- friendships with these people. And um, yeah. once you actually get to know the people and then you hear the music that they that they make, you're able to bridge, you always, you're able to make that connection there. And I really feel like once you once you make that connection between the once you get to know the person and then at the, the artist, uh, it really makes things uh, the, the the listening, you know, more, more enjoyable. Um, yeah, so, man, most definitely for sure, man. And, and and I mean, I know you don't go out a lot and do a lot of stuff in the, over there, Atlanta. You know, and, and Atlanta is Atlanta. There is just. <laughs> Yeah, there's it's just, just a lot, a lot going on. It's a lot going on. A lot going <laughs> on. But but before the pandemic started, you know, I was actually frequenting um a lot across uh the music scene here, and um it just and, you know it also made some friendships along the way. Uh, some some artists I I actually knew um before moving here, you know, they they were living here, so I got to hang out with them and go to shows and try to you know. Actually, also like go to um shows featuring Richmond artists coming yeah. down here, and I will go and, and connect with them. You know, yeah. I saw um Michael Millions and um Nicholas F. 
uh, they came um, one time a couple of years back, and you know I got to you know talk to them for a little bit, right? You know, so it's just cool, man. It really is. Yeah. You know, to to um, to to do this, and you know, I always you know will keep like Richmond hip hop near and dear to my heart, and um, yeah, man, it's just great. It's just great seeing like a good number of these artists props prospering right now too, and you know, making a name for themselves. Definitely, man. Definitely. But I had, I, I, I had, I had to give those people a shout. I had to mention those guys because, um, you know, uh, it, it, I know we talk a lot about sports, and, and, but, but music wise, you know, uh, yes, people, we do talk about music too. Oh, uh, but so we don't want to neglect that part uh, of of the show. But, but definitely had to um, give those people uh, uh, their flowers for sure, man. That that's for sure. But um. But yeah, um, like I said, um, as we draw to close here, um, uh, any any last parting words for you, man? Shout out to ASAP Rocky. <laughs> he did the thing. He did it. You know, he, he did, did the it. thing. Dreams can come true, and he <laughs> waited damn near a decade for that. So, oh, man. good for Pers- him, man. Congratulations to him and for Rihanna, man. So. Yes. Yeah. That's a that's just still still a pretty huge moment, pretty huge deal. So definitely we won't be hearing music from them for the next decade now, man. So <laughs> take what you can get, people. That's it. That's all. That's all you can do at this point. I, I still say I if I'll be a betting person, I could bet that ASAP puts a, a new album before Rihanna does, though. So oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I I think I, I I would put money on that for sure. Go go and have the baby on the album cover and everything. That's it. It's def that's just peak ASAP. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right, man. But uh, but yeah, um, uh, I I don't think I have any uh, you know, anything else that uh, I need to say as far as parting words or anything like that. Um, you know, it's just um, uh, it's that time of the year where uh. Me personally, I'm just I'm just chilling and relaxing until the birthday next month comes up. So, yeah, uh, man. So I definitely de- definitely looking for that. The 35, 35 doesn't yeah. even feel right. It sounds like an insignificant hey. number, but I'm like halfway to forty there. I'll be I'll be thirty one in a couple of weeks. So, ah, oh, you're still young. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I, I know. You know. Oh, right. as, as oh, a matter uh, hey. uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. You first, man. No, what I want to. Uh, bring out here um and i mentioned it to you uh yesterday uh yesterday i had went through a a uh went through the wormhole of uh-huh. old episodes um wwf used to have these shows uh live wire which at the, like when you really think about it at this time at that time like in the late 90s um it was it was pretty much like an interactive reality based show um which you see every t- every day now you know all on a network or whatever, but it was like one of those first wrestling reality shows where people could call in or fax or email to wrestlers. And there was some killer ass promos that these wrestlers had, um, that, that came onto the show. I know Farouk had a couple of them, even one Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. The um, one with uh, the Ahmed Johnson, um, Farouk yeah. um, clip that was, uh, yeah. Going around the timeline. Yeah. Yeah. That one, um, stone cold, Listen, then this is when he was still like rising, Stone Cold. It, it, it was great. 
great, great, great shit, man. Urge anybody to see that stuff. Um, and then uh, Shotgun Saturday Night, which was people. I don't think people really. If you don't remember the show, it's okay. But what it was basically was kind of like their underground uh, show where they actually would be at random ass places all around New York. Um, I know that the first show was over like in fucking Penn Station. <laughs> it was under underneath Madison Square Garden. And, and uh, where Undertaker uh, infamously, I think, gave Triple H a tombstone on an elevator, on an escalator, should I say. Um, yeah, very interesting. Uh, they were in clubs. There was an actual whole ring inside a fucking club. And Man, I, don't even, <laughs> no, I can't remember if I watched the Saturday, uh, the shotgun joints. I, I was watching Jacked and, um, you know, when they were doing the shows, you know, like before Raw came on and shit. Right. See, Shotgun Saturday Night was like at the same time, like Livewire, it was like 97. Um, and, and Shotgun only, stat, only lasted like, you know, not long, maybe about, you know, not more than a year. But just the, the concept and just the visual of it, of seeing these wrestlers in these New York nightclubs. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a mind-boggling thing. Like, imagine going to- It club, really is. Imagine going to your local club or whatever city that you're in, and you see a giant wrestling ring, and there are actually matches going on, and it's televised. You know, like, the one I saw, uh, I, it, it's funny. Ahmed Johnson, this was, like, leading up to, I think, WrestleMania 13, because this was where they were in a club. Uh, I forgot Ahmed Johnson was facing somebody. And um, and then Nation Domination got involved in there. And next thing you know, um, Goldust and the Godwins come out. Ahmed Johnson gets up. And, and then, oh, a, a very, I, I don't want to say young, but I guess young at the time, a very young D'Lo Brown interfered in the match and tried to beat up Ahmed Johnson. And anyway, Nation Domination ran away. So they all, so all of these wrestlers, they escape through the crowd, and they go on outside of the club, and they're on Fifty Sixth Street. I think it was Mirage Nightclub. It was called in New York, and it may be something different now. But they were literally fighting outside, and I remember specifically that the the, the image of Ahmed Johnson giving D'Lo Brown the Pearl River Plunge on top of a car. And uh, <laughs> man, D'Lo was always taking these car spots, man. He, he always was. Plunge <laughs> on the car. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl River Plunge on the car. I believe he took another car spot sometime soon, he, man. He may have. He may have, man. But I don't know, man. I, I, I just – it's crazy. If you – any wrestling fans, like, if you listen to this, uh, check that shit out. It's on YouTube. The, the WWE Network needs to really see stuff. I mean, they really do. I'm People surprised they don't have any of like uh, the classic Livewire and Shotgun um, episodes. On, I, um, yeah, I, I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why, man. But yeah, I, like I said, I went through a rabbit hole with, with that stuff. Um, but yeah, uh, but that's all I want to put in there. But um, but of course, um, like I said, thank you, everybody. Um, another episode for listening. Uh, again, find us on the Family PN dot com family podcast network uh lots of shows going on uh, we got a lot of new shows coming on there very soon um join the newsletter on the website so you can know when new episodes not only of our podcast but other podcasts that are on the podcast network when they come out give them a listen like i said there's a little something for everybody there's something for for beer drinkers you got something for 
you know, we got another, there's another wrestling podcast. Um, you got stuff, politics, you got stuff talking about local sports and, and that stuff happening nationally, um, local as an over here in Richmond, but, um, whatever it is that, that you, you know, that you want to listen to, like give them a try. Like I said, subscribe to the newsletter on the website. Like I said, got, as the year goes on, more podcasts are going to be grown, being added to there. And, um, you know, just, uh, just give it a look and, and, and just, you know, tell it, tell it, tell everybody how you think. Um, of course, our, our podcast, you know, we're on, you know, Apple, Google, Spotify. Hey, drop a review. Let us know what's going on, what you think. And as always, we got our Twitter account too. NWBardPodcast, you know, I will not say .com, but uh, at NWBardCast, and, and, you know, us, rappers and actors, that's Chris's handle, Moby Knowing, that's mine. Um, Like I say, give us a follow, interact with us, let us know what's going on. Also, we've been been followed by a couple of, uh, you know, different wrestlers and other organizations that uh coming along locally i know we came across one um uh, i don't know if you saw it, but i saw it um uh, a, a woman a, a black woman run wrestling company over in north carolina uh which i yeah, find that's just cool man which i find very awesome that's really that's cool. something that you don't see and it's nice because it's locally within the region here and who knows man who knows uh you know what may happen from there. You know we may interact with somebody on there, and um, you know, and I know soon, hopefully, we can start getting guests and stuff on here, uh, and, and do a lot of more interaction with us. Um, so I know you guys don't hear our voices the whole time, but uh, but yeah, but uh, like I said, do those things. Um, thank you again. Be safe, everybody. Um, fuck the groundhog. You know, I want to listen. I, I hate Groundhog's Day, so for me, I'm hoping that <laughs> I'm hoping that spring comes very soon. And um, yeah. one more other thing, man, I gotta say, Joy Taylor, we love you. We are we are fans of you, Joy Taylor. You may never hear our podcast, but it doesn't matter. We're going to like make it be known anyway. We're fans. Uh, yeah, stay safe, everybody. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Everything else coming up, and uh, we'll see you again in a couple of weeks. And so, until next time, a hey, uh, peace, love, and uh. Just be careful out there, everybody. Peace.